Hello and welcome to the Lost Pat Podcast. Series 4, here's Savage Mansion with The Crucible. That was Savage Mansion with The Crucible from their forthcoming album Golden Mountain Here I Come, which is out on the 25th of February 2022. That's this year. That's this month. Uh, They're on tour throughout March and April, supporting me, Pictish Trail, and then they've got their own headline tour afterwards. Hello, and welcome to the Lost Map podcast. I am Pictish Trail. I am based here on the Isle of Egg in my little shed. I'm speaking to you right here. We are a record label that's based here and... Well, between here and Edinburgh, and we put out a number of releases from artists across the globe, and we're shaking things up a little bit with season four of the Lost Map podcast. You might have recognised a slightly different voice at the top of the show. That wasn't me. I can confirm it was someone else. It's my good friend, Laura Doherty. Hello. (laughs) Lovely to be here. See? She's real. Thanks for having me. We're both speaking at the same time, so you can tell it's definitely not me doing a high voice. <laughs> How are you doing, Laura? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. It's, uh, you know, it's 2022. Ready to see what's going to happen. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Yes. Uh, excited to be starting a new season. It feels weird calling this a new season, given the fact that the last one just ended last month. Basically, it's a continuation of the mm. podcast, but 
we thought we'd revamp it a little bit, make it a bit younger. That's why you were involved. Oh, <laughs> that younger demographic. Here we go. But the Hashtag qu- TikTok. <laughs> oh God, don't go there. I get too... <laughs> TikTok scares me. <laughs> it is terrifying. You'll lose hours on there and have no idea where they went. <laughs> We've brought on our TikTok specialist, Laura Dehertie, to explain the, <laughs> the intricate details of a social media or online profile. I'm 34 years old. I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> Laura is someone who's worked with Lost Map since the very beginning. You've been there mm. since right from the start, helping us out. The inception. With, it's quite tricky to know what your actual job title is. Mm, I like to keep it that way. I like to keep an air of mystery around me and uh, it makes it harder to fire me. Undefinably. Despite your best efforts. Undefinably <laughs> indispensable. Exactly. That's my role. <laughs> but you've helped us out with loads with, with events and stuff that we've put on over the years, which is yeah. a big part of the Lost Map identity, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's nice to be getting back to some live events. We had some recently in Glasgow, Edinburgh and London. But yeah, being involved in Howl and Fling on Egg. I might have met people at Strange Invitation or various gigs around the Hebrides and Edinburgh <laughs> and the Hebrides. So, yeah, Laura, I tell it's a you great what, team. Laura also came up with uh, the idea for Postmap Club up until a few years ago. From the very start of the label, Lost Map was releasing postcards. And in fact, our very first release was a postcard back at Green Man Festival in 2013. But we sort of just have them come out sort of randomly. And then it was Laura's idea to consolidate it all into a functioning club. Stick a badge on it. Why not? It's uh, a, that's, a stro- my home, that's my motto. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, it's a stroke of genius. Badges on everything. Oh, that's good. But it's be- good. And it means that that's why the podcast is here as well. This is why we exist. This is why people are listening. But there'll be people out there listening. Yeah. Who'll be like, what the fuck is Postmap Club? Well. Shall we tell them what it is? I'll tell you. <laughs> well, go on. Here's the jingle. Let's give him a song. Postmap Club, Postmap Club, Postmap Club, it's a very nice club. Early in the morning, just as day is dawning, Victor's trail is talking loads of shite. Postmap Club is our monthly membership club in which we send you postcards in the post at the start of every month. These printed postcards have a bit of artwork on the front, And on the other side, they contain download codes where you can download new music that we've released on the label. This includes brand new singles, exclusive tracks, rarities, live sessions, audio experiments, all from the Lost Map Collective. We'll send you at least... (laughs) Audio... What voice was... You were going with quite an experimental voice on the audio experiments. (laughs) Audio experiments? I created this music at the top of my whim. But... (laughs) I loved all your early voice experiments. Don my lab coat and try out a new audio experiment. <laughs> yeah, I carry love to on. Experiment with audio once in a while, <laughs> as you can see. I'm not sure what I'm from. <laughs> We've just lost twelve subscribers. Carry on. <laughs> Uh, we send you two or three postcards each month. <laughs> when you sign up the first time, you get a double bumper pack of different postcards along with a membership badge. Ooh. Each month you'll get 
updates from your friend and mine, Pictures Trail. Hello. And we'll also send you a discount code that will give you 15% off anything in our web shop and 10% off on Bandcamp. Wow. All important for those Bandcamp Fridays, <coughs> February 4th. Yep, that's the next one. Postmark Club is also a nice way for you to support what we do as a label. If you enjoy the podcast and you like the music that you hear, then sign up. There are currently three tiers of membership, starting at just £3 a month. In the name of equality, all three tiers get exactly the same stuff. The only difference is if you pay more, you get a slightly bigger badge. We also have a digital-only subscription if, for whatever reason, you don't want to give us your home address. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's good. Yeah, GDPR. I like that. Witness protection, etc. You can also purchase a gift membership. If you have a loved one who's a music fan and you're looking to get them a gift, you can get them the gift of a year subscription to Postmap Club. Valentine's Day is coming up, and what better way to show someone that you're a decent human than by supporting a plucky independent record label? I wonder, like, that is a quite a creepy gift to give someone, isn't it? Particularly if it's a Valentine's one. Like, who sent me this? Why have I got, why am I receiving postcards in the post? Who the hell's the... Weird for someone to send it to you. I mean, it'd be weird if someone bought me Postmap Club for my Valentine's, because I've got yeah. all the music anyway. Yeah. Don't, if anyone's <laughs> thinking about doing that, don't do that. Just subscribe yourself. <laughs> Just subscribe yourself. That's the best gift. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest love of all is Postmap Club for yourself. <laughs> do you know what? If you can't learn to love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And that starts with Postmap Club. Can I get an amen? Give us your fucking a, money. <laughs> <laughs> that was a RuPaul reference. So I don't oh. know if you'll actually get that, but some of the, the our cool young listeners might get it. You did RuPaul. I went I, for uh, Bob Geldof. Um, <laughs> and I'm not really sure. It shows our dynamic. The full demographic of Lost Map <laughs> listenership. Are you hashtag RuPaul or hashtag Bob Geldof? Let us know. <laughs> On TikTok. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, this month, as Laura um, says, well done, by the way. You did very well there with the Lost Map spiel. And I think hopefully everyone's clapping at home and it's not just the sound of me clapping on my own in my shed <laughs> on egg. Was that, was that the end of the spiel? Well, we've got, if you'd like to know more info, oh, yeah. if you want to sign up, yes. the all-important web address that you must go to is lostmap.com forward slash club. Perfect. This month, we have three postcards, first of which is by Jenny Moore's Mystic Business. She is a London-based artist and collective leader. Uh, We released her EP, He Earns Enough, in October last year, and uh, she's now recorded some new tracks for a piano EP, which we're releasing as part of a postcard this month. Voice and piano accompanied by a choir and someone playing violin. It was recorded at St. Barnabas Church in Dalston last year. Uh, Here's a clip of the song Take It Down.
That was Jenny Moore there, a little clip of Take It Down from the postcard release that she has lovingly given us this month. She only gave us those tracks like about two weeks ago. She sent me an email going, Johnny, I've recorded some new tunes. It was an it's email. It's amazing was, how yeah. <laughs> you can hear her in the email. <laughs> yeah. I read it out aloud. I'll read all my emails out aloud <laughs> in what I imagine the accent of the person is. It makes reading my spam folder very interesting. (laughs) Uh, Jenny's got some upcoming gigs in London. She's playing at the Shacklewell Arms on the 24th of February with Mystic Business. And then she's got a show at Cafe Otto in Dalston on the 26th of February. And uh, she'll be performing her piano songs at that show in Dalston. We saw her play just a few months ago, didn't we? Yes. um, Up in Glasgow and Edinburgh. Yep. And then down in London at the Bethnal... Green St. John's Daylight Music Session. It's quite funny, isn't it? After the old pan, though, like there's acts that we met during 2020, but never met them in real life until until 2021. And then that was our first time seeing them live. And it was astounding. It was amazing. Thank God they weren't shit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what a relief. <laughs> Awkward. And the, I guess the F Choir has so many reaches now. I know that Jenny had been doing these Zoom sessions and people had obviously been getting involved in Glasgow and Edinburgh. And so they came along to the Glasgow show to do a bit of singing there. And that was amazing. And then we saw the full, well, I don't know if it was maybe not full because now it's massive, choir in London. And it was, it was life changing. People need to go. Go. Yeah, Change go your life. Certainly, definitely check her out. She's an amazing force. And yeah, the whole Mystic Business and F Choir Collective thing mm. is definitely has to be witnessed. It's, it's really powerful. Yeah, she's a guru in pretty much the same way that Alabaster Diplume is. We've, we're kind of, Lost Map seems to be magnetised to these spiritual leaders. Mm. <laughs> Do we have yeah. any of those yeah. up in Scotland? I'm trying to think of who amongst our Scottish roster. Me. Cool Jinzo. Oh yes, what, of course. Romeo Taylor, the ultimate cult. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favourite cult. A total, total cult. Total cult. <laughs> yeah, total cult. <laughs> we all went down to see Alabaster de Plume in London the day before the Daylight uh, Music gig. And it turns mm. out that was a super spreader event. All of us got Omicron at the event. Apart all of us? From, well, you didn't. Somehow you managed to evade the Omicron. I don't know how you managed to do that. I don't know how I did it, but I'm very proud of myself. And do you know what? Do you know what, Johnny? What? I'm doing very well. It's not always easy. It's not always queasy. (laughs) (laughs) Although it was particularly queasy six days later when I contracted Omicron. (laughs) Alabaster Diplume has got some new music out, which is what all this is leading up to. He's got a brand new postcard out as part of our Postmap Club this month, and it's the first taster of a new album, which is out on April 1st called Gold. It's an album, a double album that we're releasing in association with International Anthem and the Total Refreshment Centre. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to mention any of this ahead of the official announcement, which is on the 2nd of February. So if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're listening after the 2nd of February. (laughs) The first taster, though, of the new album is a track called Don't Forget Your Precious. Don't forget your precious. I forget sometimes, I forget that that I'm precious. Don't do it. Don't forget your precious. I remember my pin number. I remember my ex's email address, but I forget that 
gonna remind you every time Don't forget your precious Sounds funny, but I forget sometimes I remember to drink I remember to laugh I remember to check my Instagram But I forget that I'm precious Don't do it Don't forget your precious I remember Izzy I remember my I remember to change a hybrid, but I forget that I'm precious. Don't do it. Don't forget your precious. I that was Don't Forget Your Precious, or at least it was a clip of it, by Alabaster de Plume, um, which is out this month as part of our Postmap Club series, and it's uh, also taken from the forthcoming album Gold. The postcard comes with another track, an instrumental, which also features in the album, and the instrumental is called The Sound of My Feet on This Earth. I remember the German word for calculator, but I don't remember the name of the instrumental B-side and the Alabaster de Plume record. Um, Sorry to everyone in Manchester. That Was that a Manchester accent? I that really, I really try. I, I really remember struggle. a German word for calculator. <laughs> I don't remember the war. <laughs> I don't remember the war. Every, every time, every time I try and do like a Manchester accent, Kate has to coach me and be like, Coronation Street, cor- try, remember Coronation Street. Like my Liam Gallagher is terrible. I mean, your alabaster diploma is deplorable. Alaplaster deplorable. <laughs> uh, I remember the German word for calculator. You're absolute. Bastard, you! <laughs> That's maybe a bit Mel B. I didn't realise Alabaster was in your shed. <laughs> He's right here. <laughs> it's not always fucking easy. <sighs> the postcard comes with a track called The Sound of My Feet on This Earth is a Song to Your Spirit. There we go. Got it in the end. Oh, it's beautiful. So, yeah, coming up next on the show, we're going to take a little trip down through the streets, the cobbled streets of London, into a hipster cafe bar, into the male toilets. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Why are we here? Who would record in a toilet (laughs) like this? Well, it turns out Bassian would, who recorded their second album, Baby You Know, in the male toilets at Cafe Otto in Dalston. Or at least they recorded part of it in the male toilets. I just like the fact they recorded in the male toilets. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to know baby, a bit more you know. I do too Baby you bend <laughs> <laughs> Yeah the new Bastian album Baby you know is out now On Lost Map Records and selling fast We caught up with Seraphina Seer Emma Smith, Charlie Stock And Rachel Horwood To give us some chat about the history of the band And the making of their new album A Potted History of Bastian, um, it started, I can't remember when, because my brain's been obliterated by the pandemic. But at some point before the pandemic, Sarah, Anderson and Jenny Moore joined me in making some music. And it was kind of under the guise of doing some solo things with them. And then it turned into a band. And then we called it Bastian. 
Sarah left because she had a baby and Jenny left to do other things. And Rachel joined and Emma joined. This is Emma. I've known Sepha since we were teenagers. We went to the same Saturday music school. And then I sort of just played music with her through the years. Oh, and we went to music college together. And I was first aware of Bassian when they came out. And I was disgusted that I wasn't in Bassian, to be honest. Disgusted. Um, so then I was really happy when I got to play with them a little bit, when it was Sarah and Jenny and Sepha in the band. Hello, Rachel Drums. So I first started playing with Bassian in 2016. I covered for Jenny Moore when she was playing drums with them. And then I eventually ended up joining the band officially in 2017. When I first joined then, Emma was playing violin and bass so and that was a three-piece at that time. And then she had maternity leave for a bit. So Charlie was playing with us. Hello, this is Charlie. I was really excited to play with Bassian because I, I love the music and I've always loved Sefa's music. So yeah, I played with Rachel and Sefa as a, as a three-piece. And then Emma came back, which is fantastic. I really do enjoy it being four of us playing together. I really enjoy the energy of the four of us. One of the highlights of 2020 was recording the album at Cafe Otto. Having had that awful year of pandemic with nothing happening, no music, nothing. And then those three days we spent in Cafe Otto recording was just bliss. It was just really, really great. I've always loved going to see gigs at Cafe Otto, but it feels sort of like a bit hallowed, a bit kind of, because it's quite a highbrow place. So to record an album there felt like, right, this has got to be good. Um, And also, I think the others might have felt this sort of, makes you feel like you are really good like there's been so many good gigs in that place so much interesting music made there and then when we were recording in there I really felt like we were part of that history well the space is great and obviously I I and I guess everyone have associated with seeing loads of brilliant gigs there so having that feeling of like oh this is a kind of hub of improvisation and sort of avant-garde things it sounds a bit corny to use those words, but I mean, that did definitely free up some things. Like if there's, oh, that's an alabaster plume thing, if in doubt, yes, kind of thing. And also the way we put the project together was kind of based around those. I really sound like Marge Simpson. <laughs> um, the way we put the project together was based around those those feelings, kind of. It was a bit kind of either we're going to get this done by hook or by crook. We had like five days to rehearse, spread out, and then three days to record. And we were still writing, yes, in Otto, Together, Sex Cult, Shopping in New City. There was a lot of working stuff out and working out parts and adding bits. It was really tiring, <laughs> but it was really brilliant. And it did feel like some kind of, I don't know, film shoot or just something where it's happened in a really contained time and you're able to have feelings about it. Whereas normally if I make an album, it's kind of spread out over months and doing so much in such a short space of time and Sean Crook, the engineer, and then doing the live streams, that did all feel quite kind of 
emotional in a way, like a team. We've really done this thing against all odds. It was really special to me. Me, Charlie and Sefa had started sort of coming up with ideas in 2019 and then just playing gigs and, you know, life sort of slowed everything down. We'd finished one song, um, Too Good To Be True, but we hadn't really finished any of the others. 2020 happened and during the first lockdown, Sefa worked on taking those initial ideas and giving them some structure and turning into them, them into proper songs and also had done some demos as well. So she was sort of keeping things going. We'd been rehearsing in the space where you'd usually have the, the gig happen, where the band would set up, but we were all kind of facing each other. That was really nice because we were all very close to each other. And then when we actually did the recording, I think sound-wise, we were kind of in each corner of the room. Uh, so it's kind of weird being so far away from each other, actually. You know, even though you can hear someone in your headphones, it's kind of like you had your own little isolated bit of the room set up home there for a couple of days. I do remember that a couple of funny moments. Emma recording the recorder in the kitchen at Cafe Auto so we couldn't see her. And we also did vocals in the men's toilets because it had the best sound for the backing vocals. City, which has words by Sally O'Reilly, who's an amazing author, performer, librettist that we know. And Sefa had used one of her pieces of writing as the lyrics for this song. And something about that tune feels very Cafe Otto to me. It feels like the kind of thing that would be played in there, sort of quite minimalist in what me and Charlie are doing. We're both playing violin on that tune. forgotten this was one of the ones that was written kind of just before we went into Cafe Otto bit of a pandemic one not about that more just being played off against each other by the powers that be I mean certain song that nobody in power ever seems to really be held accountable for numerous and devastating fuck-ups we're a bit distracted by this idea of people being on the left or being on the right and then I was happy to discover that Emma's such a amazing recorder player because we did this other recording a bit of name dropping here we play with Jarvis and Emma did this brilliant recorder parts on a song by Claude Chan called Mau Mau for these French covers we did for a Wes Anderson film sorry anyway so then I thought right 
I want her to do that in Bastian. And that's how that one came about. have bewitched me when we first started the initial sort of ideas we were kind of like listening to other music and thinking about places that we could get some ideas from so I played this piece of music and the body double theme by Pino Donaggio to Sefa and Charlie and we just kind of tried to create our version of it so it's not really a cover it's more of like a homage but not even that really because it doesn't really sound anything like the actual song but it was just sort of like a jumping off point I don't want to presume I don't want to speak too soon When I look in your eyes I just I just One of my other favourite moments on the album is the tune Vision of Change. There's a huge mega violin solo at the end, and it's not me, it's Charlie. Sounds like a kind of a terrifying beast that's been unleashed into Cafe Otto. And every time I hear it, I get chills up my spine, which I'm sure everybody does when they hear it. It's absolutely amazing. Incantations, Herbs and Art have abandoned me. This wasn't so much an original Bastian thing because I originally it was part of a commission by Brighter Sound, this music charity in Manchester. They did an event for International Women's Day in the past and um, they had Claire Pollard there reading from her translation of its heroides, which are like these uh, letters from heroines in Greek myth like Medea and other ones so it's a kind of feminist translation because normally they're almost comedic because they're these hysterical women complaining about their lots that potentially is just a kind of slur of misogyny through the ages my next album no um but she did a translation that's kind of assuming that Ovid meant these as genuine monologues not as kind of satirical pieces based on the stupidity of women I made this half an hour mini opera with Nat Sharp, formerly known as Lone Taxidermist, who made amazing costumes and masks and was brilliant. Most of it was performed by Nat, but I did this one, which was a kind of quieter one. So anyway, we never really managed to record the whole thing, so I just salvaged a bit of it for this record. My incantations, herbs and all, have abandoned me. Hecate does nothing I 
touring. We tried to arrange in kind of an unusual way based around our lives now, which include having some children amongst the band. And our booking agent, Etienne, he just has had to not book, you know, find other work and, and get into other things during the pandemic, because obviously it's not a great time to be a booking agent. So I turned my hand to it, which has meant it's got a kind of odd, <laughs> bespoke feeling. We're doing some afternoon shows, we're doing some morning shows, just doing two nights in a row and then gaps. Yeah, it looks pretty hodgepodge, but it's actually very well organised.
That track was Too Good To Be True by Bassian, and it's taken from their current album Baby You Know, which is out now on Lost Map. Post Map Club members can get 15% off the LP and they'll also have exclusive access to a pre-recorded full band show that's going to be live streamed on Wednesday the 9th of February. The band are out on tour at the end of this month and throughout March and April. So many bands on tour in March and April. Pictish Trail on tour in March and April. Savage Mansion. Mm. Clementine March. Mm-hmm. And Molly Lennon on tour through March and April. And yeah, Bassian. Check the dates. My calendar is full. So is mine if I kept it updated. As it stands, it's really <laughs> empty. I can't face filling it in. It just sort of ruins it. it looks nice I and clean. I calendar. Yeah, lovely. It's a shame to mess up with plans. That's why I love the old Pando. I bought a Rosie Plain calendar recently. She has these wall mm. chart calendars. And uh, she sent out an email <laughs> over Christmas saying, by the way, I've got the month of May and September totally wrong. And here's the... <laughs> 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 I had to hand write the actual date changes. <laughs> now onto a regular segment of the show. Everyone's favourite recurring piece after this or that. We've got first gig, worst gig. Work. What is first gig, worst gig? We, I can hear you all saying. What is first <laughs> is gig, ask, worst gig? Is where we ask artists from the label to tell us and you all about their first gig as a punter and their worst gig as a musician. This month's guests are Miranta, a.k.a. Callum Govan and Gloria Black, a synth-pop duo from Edinburgh. They made their Lost Map debut in December with the track Stop Pretending and played our Humbug Christmas event in Edinburgh. And this month they return with another standalone single, a track called My Man, which is out as part of our Postmap Club this month. There's also a video for the track coming out on Valentine's Day. It's a really addictive pop song, but with quite a hard-hitting theme. Uh, You'll hear a clip in a wee minute. The song itself deals with an experience that Gloria recounts in her first gig, worst gig, about an instance of sexual assault. Excuse me. First gig, worst gig. I've got two stories today, one um, being on the theme of the single that we're going to be releasing on the 14th of February, and another nice story. So um, yeah, I used to go to uh, all the underage gigs at places like Cabal and Studio 24, and I was 14, 15, 16, I can't really remember. And I remember getting pinched in the ass by this older, sweaty, greasy-haired teenage boy and being a bit shocked and not really knowing what to think of it, whether I should enjoy it or not. That sort of thing happens a lot, sadly. And my cheery story (laughs) is I went to see Kate Tunstall at Princess Street Gardens with my mum and sibling, Angelica. Well, I got to be in a big crowd for the first time outside, which was quite a feeling. And then we got to meet Katie Tunstall at the after party, which was super exciting for me because she was a really big inspiration to me and one of the artists that I looked up to when I started songwriting. 
My first gig experience, which I'm going to count because I was in my mum's womb at the time, was to see the band that my dad played cello in quite a few years ago. And they were performing on top of a pub near the top of the Royal Mile, like on the roof. And, you know, a, a fairly decent crowd had gathered at the bottom to watch them. And I remember them getting arrested right after that gig. But I lived it vicariously through my mum. <laughs> Thanks, mum. I think there's been so many stories of that day. And I've even seen photographs. So I really feel like I was there. I would say probably the first gig I ever paid to see was Muse playing at Wembley. I used to be really into Muse and some of that alternative rock stuff for quite a while. I was quite into arena, like big arena bands following on from that, like Justice, who kind of combined electronic stuff and and the sort of arena rock element. And I guess I slowly got into using synths and making electronic music that way. My worst gig experience, which happened at a festival that we played a few years ago. The experience wasn't actually on stage whilst we were playing. It happened the night before where I got separated from my friends and my synthesizer and the rest of my gear. And I wasn't allowed over a crossroads in the festival by the security guard. After speaking to them, saying, look, I'm playing here at this festival, like, please let me go and get my belongings. And no success. I admittedly tried to make a run for it, <laughs> um, which then led this big security guard to pick me up, grab me by my crotch and not let me go, um, which was a very triggering situation and sent me into bit of hysterics and after the festival did an investigation with the security company in-house they didn't manage to get any more information on the security guard which was a bit of a shame because he really shouldn't have been working in that sort of role where he's meant to be keeping people safe and unfortunately this sort of thing goes on quite a lot especially at music festivals and places like this where people are in power positions and they abuse that. I could share countless stories of friends being in similar situations and this sort of behaviour really needs to stop. From the point of view of our uh, capability at that point of the night, I love egg. <laughs> <laughs> in the community hall Johnny's for Johnny's birthday. 40th. <laughs> Because it was, oh, it was well, awful. we forgot to plug the sound card in. We so. weren't even plugged in. <laughs> We'd had about seven cups of punch on mild cider. Yeah, <laughs> it was the best time, but the yes. worst set we've played, I reckon. <laughs> the best time. <laughs> Swallow my cries 
Thank you to Maranta. That was a clip of My Man, their new single. Postmap Club members can hear that in full right now. And the music video is going to be released on Valentine's Day, February 14th. We'll be selling digital copies on our Bandcamp page on that day as well, with all sales going to Rape Crisis Scotland. Okay, that's almost the end of the show now. I'd like to thank my co-host, Laura. Have you had a nice time, Laura? I've had a lovely time. Thanks for having me. Have you had a good time? It's been experimental, isn't it? It's been an an audio mm. experiment. <laughs> We've done three seasons of this podcast, and most of them it's just me on my own in the shed pretending to laugh at my mm. own jokes. <laughs> and, um... and now I'm pretending to laugh at your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I've never felt so what a alone. Change. <laughs> no, it's always it's oh. good to hear you. It's weird because it's you know I've not been able to see any of my pals over the past couple of years. Other than fleetingly. Although that's, to be honest, it's kind of true anyway, just living on egg. I've got no friends. <laughs> I mean, you did manage to give Maranta the worst experience of their life quite recently. <laughs> so we have all we have all been there for uh, to celebrate you and your life and have a terrible time, just that's, like you would want. I can't believe you brought that up. I can't believe they brought that up. It was a good <laughs> birthday. I mean, the sad thing is about Maranta playing at my birthday was that I can't really remember much of what happened because I like I think I'd had um so much buckfast by that point I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in a very special place and I think I remember going up to the, my memory of that of them playing up on egg for my birthday was me going up to them afterwards and going that was really great and Gloria just going <laughs> you fucking what <laughs> great time regardless of sound card issues we all had great, <laughs> we all had a great party <laughs> if you've been intrigued by any of the music on today's show please join postmap club lostmap.com forward slash club or give us a little follow on the socials where can they find us laura well we are lostmap on twitter.com and facebook and we are lostmap records on instagram and we love it when you say hi so say hi <laughs> let us know if you've got to this this far and um, we'll know. We'll know. Just just give us a little wink. We'll know. We'll close the show today with a brand new tune from me, John Ronson. No, um, me, <laughs> Pictish Trail. I hate the way that he does his podcast. And he's like, Things Fell Apart was written by me, John Ronson. Like he's surprised. Like he's reading off a script. Like, <laughs> it turns out it was me that wrote it. <laughs> I've heard great things about his podcast about porn. My oh, yeah. Richie sent me a link to it and was like, you'll re- I think you'll really like this. And I was like, oh, really? And he was like, it's all about porn. Well, I don't know what to make for that information. <laughs> it really is good, that one. The Butterfly Effect, I think it's called. And uh, his recent one yeah. was really amazing as well. I just find it really, not irritating, but just weird when he's like, it was written by me, John Ronson. <laughs> Anyway, I've got a new Pictish Trail tune written by me, 
picked his trail. It just came out today. It's a song called It Came Back. There's a music video coming out quite soon, which stars the comedian James Acaster. Got a new album in March. I'm touring. I've waited until the end of the podcast to really plug the shit out of Pictish Trail stuff because I really, <laughs> you, if you're listening at this point, you are the hardcore. You're the people. Yeah, that, come on. Come I on need you. With us. Yeah, later on this month, we're hopefully going to have some news on an event happening on Egg. If you want to be the first in line to hear about that, you should join. What should they join? Have a guess. The Postmap Club. Fucking Postmap Club. I've been Pictish Trail. I've been Laura. And we'll see you next time on The Lost Map Podcast. Start again